Hello guys and welcome back to week 16 here of the MMA Flashback. I'm James. And I'm Livio. And in our third take today, we've done week 17, we've done week 18, now we're on to week 16. We're here today with a brand new episode talking about UFC uh, 217, was 227. it? 227. 227. Wow, I'm way behind yeah. in the UFCs. I think 227. Talking about UFC 227, we're talking about this week's Dana White Contender Series, where we're talking about that press conference that went down, yes. talking about all the news and the fight announcements, talking about our flashback card in Elite XC Heat, and we'll be going ahead and giving our predictions for the UFC Gaethje versus Vic way in advance, considering we've got a few weeks off, yes. which we've already pre-recorded. So, how are you doing, Livio? Not too bad. Uh, enjoyed the weekend of fights. Uh, somewhat crazy weekend, if you want to call it. Mainly sort of the one result stands out. Yeah. I think we're both on agreement there, or in agreement there. Uh, but yeah, uh, decent week of fights. Decent card. Not too much in the way of news, though. Even though we had that, well, we had a lot of fight announcements. We did have one major news story break. How are your eyes widening? The one major at the press conference, the last thing that happened, the last little. Oh yeah, um, one major news story that breaks. Oh just yeah, a, the um, a certain Justin man from Iron. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were they were beefing a lot. Actually, to be fair to it, they were they were arguing a lot. Just well, to get in my opinion, in. the show stealer out of that press conference was Till and Woodley. Uh, uh, the face-offs were the best. The face-off was good. I did like Till's Diaz good. thing standing over him. I did like that. And Dana's like, shit! And then Woodley's like, but back off, Dana. In terms of, like, the takeover thing, let's be real. Like, there is only one thing that steals the headlines. It's the one that's actually genuinely stolen the headlines. And, uh, I mean, we can jump straight into it. Or do you want to review the... Talk about the card straight away. Um, card, so, yeah, UFC had a 227 card this week at a pay-per-view rumored to do some decent pay-per-view yes. guys 500k is the rumor is what people are saying in two super, weeks time i expect on. we'll go ahead yeah. and talk about it and be like wow it did ninety-five thousand buys yeah. i can't uh, believe it so the, the reason they're predicting this is because it was trending over a million searches on youtube on google maybe people are just looking for a stream it could be yeah, yeah exactly it could be but uh a million searches on Google and the last two, few pay-per-views that have done about 250,000, 300,000 have done about 500,000 searches on Google. So people are suggesting that, you know, if it's doing about 300,000 and it's searching 500,000 on Google, then somewhere around the 500,000 pay-per-view buys is all right, which is a good uh, good sign for the UFC because if you're being perfectly honest, the uh, four fighters headlining, neither of those guys have shown themselves as draws. But Cody's, they have shown themselves as good, good TV fighters, numbers. Good TV numbers, but Cody's... I mean, he's had, what, one main event, one co-main event before in the Dominic fight. Uh, TJ's never been a draw. DJ's never main never evented. Been never main evented, but the co-main in the Dominic fight when it was Ronda. Uh, co-main of co Rousey. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then DJ's not a fan. Henry Cejudo, I doubt many people outside of the MMA fanverse know who he is, unfortunately. Some wrestler fans. Some like, wrestling not fans. Not pro wrestling. Yeah, but... amateur wrestling fans will know who he is. Uh, some Olympic wrestling fans will know who he is, uh, which is basically amateur wrestling. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Before we get into the card, I just want to talk about the cancelled and fizzled bouts out yeah. from this card. So if we just read some of this: Derek Brunson versus Antonio Carlos Jr., George Saint Pierre versus Nate Diaz. Ha no, fizzled, fizzled because it was rumored. It was rumored, but that's and like even Dana was talking about. Yeah, we're trying to make the fight. happen. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Alexander Gustafsson v Luke Rockhold. Yeah, Yair versus Zabit. Pedro Munoz versus Alejandro Perez. Uh, Bech Cohea. So, how could we have so, lost? So how could we have lost that? 
And then Alexander Gustafsson and Volkan, wasn't he? Both fighters got injured. Yeah. Uh, but no, we'll talk about the card. Card, the actual card that fruition. Uh, first fight of the evening was a bantamweight bout. Uh, we had Marlon Chico Vera defeat Waligi Buren. Uh, Waluigi, I think we were talking about him last week being yeah. related in the Mario universe. Um, but no, Chico Vera gets the win and uh, probably sets up that next fight with uh, Nathaniel Wood. Mm. They've been beefing a lot. Yeah, uh, I think I saw a little clip of Wood saying, maybe not a clip, a news thing of Wood saying that he wants that fight now. He's I really want to see now. that fight. Yeah. Be a good good scrap, I think. Yeah. Next fight of the evening, though, was a women's 155-pound... 155-115-pound too many podcasts recorded in yeah. one day. Uh, we had Whaley Zhang continue her winning streak. She's 17 and 1 now, defeating Danielle Taylor. That's really good. We talked last her, week yeah. about how, oh, will she be able to continue yeah. her streak over here in the UFC? She's done it. She has done still early days, though, I feel like. I think that uh, maybe one or two more fights, and then she's definitely definitely in there in terms of, like, uh, over here. I uh, mean, 17 wins in a row. It's not bad. That is very good. <laughs> Uh, and especially for a, if we're being perfectly honest, uh, female fighters tend not to have as many fights as male fighters, uh, and I can't remember having seen many many women fighters that have seventeen fight, fights, eighteen fights. Yeah, so that is a very good achievement from her. Uh, so yeah. Next fight was a flyweight division bout. We had Jose Shorty Torres ended up getting beat in the first round. By I do also Alex like that Perez. nickname as well. I do also like that nickname. But yes, Alex Perez getting the win, round one knockout. Um, yeah, really good win for him eight fight win streak he's currently on uh, obviously one of them contender series guys so it's Dana White's contender series coming to convince looking for a fight I'm just looking at these stats real quick I think it could be but I'm just looking at these stats real quick three minutes 36 the fight lasted uh, Alex Perez landed 104 strikes and attempted 170 in only three minutes I would have had a heart attack if I'd attempted to punch that many times <laughs> But there we go. But no, Perez getting the win. So looks like Dana White's contender and series is beating Dana White looking yeah. for a fight. Uh, but let's be real, contender series is probably pulling out better fighters than looking for a fight at this point. Uh, although I do enjoy watching looking for a fight. Yeah, it's fun. I like watching Matt Serra and Din Thomas they do are stupid hilarious. things. More so than I like, I don't like watching Dana as much. I, mean, no. I don't think Dana's quite as good as those other Dana guys. doesn't do it because he likes to protect himself. Yeah. Whereas Matt Serra and Din Thomas... Din, I'm just down to do They literally gave stuff. Din Thomas a snake shot. Yes. A shot with a dead snake in it. Although I think that's like a standard thing. Like tequila with snakes in it is like a standard... I don't, I don't know. I don't drink. But snakes, <laughs> I think tequila with snakes and worms... Ugh. yeah because you get like tequila worms and they like die and sit in the bottom and you drink it yeah it's like the expense it's not the tequila I drink because I drink the cheapest tequila there is I drink the £10 tequila that you can buy from Tesco's uh, and then they make them do hot dog eating competitions hot dog as well. eating and he pulls out the pizza it's a good show it is a good show love it they were tasered at one point do you remember yes. like the first Nick episode yeah. ah mummy mummy <laughs> it's a decent show but yeah Next fight. Next fight uh, was the normal main prelims, Fox FX. Was yeah. it FX or Fox? I think it was FX today. Oh, yeah, for that it kind. was FX. Why was it FX? I don't know. It's an odd one. It is an odd one. But apparently it did fairly well on FX. Yeah, 717,000 Which is years. decent considering that how many people do you think went on to FS1 Probably thinking it was there and then realised it's not there. Fuck it, I can't be bothered. Um, but still, we had a featherweight bout between Shamon Marias taking on Matt Salis. Uh, Marias got the win by unanimous decision, uh, climbing his record up to 10 and 2 now. Uh, one win streak, lost as a beat in his previous one. So, yeah, good on him for getting the win, I guess. Mm -hmm. Was Salis a look, contender series guy? 
Yeah, he was. So they had a series. bunch of contender series guys on this card, I think. Contender series getting about beat. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo Ramos though ended up picking up a win uh, in this fight, continuing his unbeaten run in the UFC, three and zero now. He is. He ended up defeating Kyung Ho Kang, uh, who now falls to fourteen and eight. Uh, Kyung Ho Kang, Mr. Perfect, not quite so perfect. No. <laughs> and don't steal that nickname from one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. One Kurt of the greatest Henning. wrestlers of all time, Kurt Henning. Well, I, I know who Mr. Perfect is. He wore the like yeah, salmon coloured stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, don't disrespect. Didn't realise he was one of the best wrestlers of all time. Underrated. Fair enough. Yeah. Next fight was Ricky Simon taking on Montel. Oh, by the way, the Ramas won by split decision. Yes. Um, next fight was Ricky Simon taking on Montel Jackson. Simon ended up getting the win in this one by unanimous decision. So we ended up seeing a guy who I think was on looking. No, he was on Contender Series. Yes, contender yeah. series. Um, yeah, he's the guy who beat Mirab Dishavili um, by technical choke in the fifth minute of the third round, which was a controversial one. Fair enough. Either way, he got the win over Montel Jackson, who I do remember being on the contender series not too long ago. Yeah, um, yeah he ended up getting the win over Montel Jackson. Fair enough. Uh, next fight was the fight of the year contender. Pedro Munoz took on Brett Johns in what may be the second round is going to be the round of the year. Okay. Uh, Munoz getting the win. Good win for him. Climbed up in the rankings yeah. as well. Um, don't have the rankings in front of me, but there's definitely been a shift in there. 100%. Um, yeah, and good win for him. Tough loss for Brett Johns, though. Uh, 0-2 in his last two now. Yep. Stepped uh, up in competition and has kind of yeah. struggled. Uh, obviously losing to Aljo and now Munoz, but two top 10 ranked guys. So yeah, it's hard to judge on fights like it that. It is. And uh, still young. Uh, undefeated before that, I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. So uh, still time to improve. Uh and we always want to see the UK UK guys do well. So, Munoz though well. now one fight win streak. Obviously lost to Dodson by split decision in his last fight. Um, before that though was on a four fight win streak. So, could see uh, some more to come from him. Only losses in his career to John Dodson, Jimmy Rivera, and Hafeo Asensio. So yeah, can't really some, say much. Uh, of, yeah, some, not too bad competition. Some of the best guys in the world there. So yeah. Next fight we saw a middleweight bout. We saw Thiago Santos defeat Kevin Holland. Guess what Kevin Holland was from. <laughs> contender series because i remember because yeah. that's one of the only contender series i've watched fair enough <laughs> um yeah he ended up getting beat though by santos and even asked santos in the first round hey man why are you trying to take my head off <laughs> um santos though got the win obviously losing out to david branch last time uh, but before that was on an absolute tear defeating anthony smith jack hermerson uh, jack marshman gerald merciart um so yeah could be again someone to watch out for is tiago santos fair enough uh, then we saw a women's 115-pound division. We saw JJ Aldrich get the win over Pollyanna Viana. Uh, whoa, that is a nice rhyming name. Yeah. Pollyanna Viana. Um, yeah, JJ Aldrich. I though. bet you were pronouncing that wrong, though. I bet you it's pronounced different, like Pollana or something like that. Aldridge, though, three-fight win streak for her now. Uh, obviously, she was on the Ultimate Fighter Season 23 back in the day. Obviously, went away, fought some fights elsewhere. Uh, but still, though, three-fight win streaks since coming to the UFC. Uh, and Viana ended up getting her first loss inside the octagon. Obviously, it was 1-0 before this and uh, picked up a loss here. The next fight, though, was a featherweight division bout. We had Hanato Carciano, Can Canero. Yeah, Hanato Canero. Uh, he defeated Cub Swanson uh, by round one submission. Rear naked choke. Canario is now fourth ranked yeah. in the featherweight division, which is crazy. Cub Swanson, three losses in a row. Carnario is calling for an interim title shot against Brian Ortega if um, 
Max isn't ready. Max isn't ready. So uh, yeah, could end up seeing that Canario versus Ortega rematch, and I wouldn't be do. too bad with it. Uh, I wouldn't be mad with it. I think if you're Brian o- Ortega, though, you do not take that fight. No. I think you say that Conero was doing well in the fight. Yeah, I think you say I either want a title fight with anyone or nothing. I'm the interim champ. I want that belt. Is is what you do? You don't fight someone for an for an interim belt at this point. It's a mistake, I think. But there we go. That's my my views on it. Uh, Cobb Swanson, though, got to feel sorry for Cobb. Got to feel sorry for Cobb. A bit. I just, I, it's tough, tough it's, on the guy. I think it's he's what just, you he's get always, older, you get beat. You do. I think it's not Cub though. His name's Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Swanson. Cub's actually. a good nickname as well. Yeah, it's a nickname. It is a good nickname. But, uh, yeah, I just feel, I think he's one of those situations where always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Always just there, but never quite, never quite uh, championship level. So I uh, do feel sorry for Cub, but uh, moving on to the next fight. Still, last win over Artem. That's the curse. You beat Artem. Yes, you then you lose. lose. You Artem, get released. You don't, uh, you don't do much better if after you beat Artem. He's the epitome of goodness. Next fight, though, Henry Cejudo. Wow. Finally has dethroned Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. A split decision victory for him in what was the fight of the night. Mm. Said, feel sorry about Cub, I feel sorry about DJ. Uh, I bet you there's so many people out there saying right now that I, I told you DJ wasn't as good as people thought. Uh, he just needed someone that was even remotely good to, to come up against him, which I bet you it, I bet you people are saying that. Uh, I think it's a mistake. I think DJ is still one of the best fighters of all time. Uh, and the man deserves a rematch. They're one and one. Longest UFC champion of all time. Most title defences of all time. How does he not get... An immediate rematch. He he should, but he won't. I think they'll do Dillashaw versus Cejudo. That fight is in no way even remotely a draw. I know they both even won it remotely. for some reason. The I UFC heard do. Uh, TJ Dillashaw come up against that fight recently. Oh, okay, good. So I heard that because obviously in the octagon, Dillashaw Cruz. Like, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Do the double, But do here's the, the thing: I don't know who Dillashaw wants to fight because I I saw a tweet today. So I saw one person saying that he was like backtracking on his statement of a fight in Henry Cejudo. That's not a money fight. He knows that's not a money fight. It'd be stupid to take it. But uh, in terms of the Cruz fight, he said, you have to beat the man that beat the man and Cody destroyed you and I knocked out Cody twice. But he beat TJ. But TJ, in his mind, thinks that he won that fight. Still. Yeah, I thought Dominic won that fight, but TJ still thinks he won that fight. He goes, I beat you once and then Cody destroyed you and then I destroyed Cody twice. So, you know, is what it is. I don't know who would come up against that. Yeah, Sunshine. I think I, I would not be. I, would I think be, the Sunshine gets the nod. I would be happier having a new uh, face fight. I also would not be too annoyed if they did do the Cody versus uh, Dominic Cruz rematch. I think they should do the trilogy fight between a Sunshine and Dillashaw. I thought you were about to say the trilogy fight of Cody and TJ. I was like, what? On I was like, I can't you believe this. You're basically expecting that a Sunshine. Like, uh, not so much trilogy because uh, a lot of people forget that's a trilogy. They're both one and one at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I would prefer to watch the uh, Marvin Morales fight. Oh, yeah, so would fight. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, the, or the Dominic Cruz fight, just because I think Dominic has a win over him. Dominic was a long-standing champion. He was considered at the time. Deserves it. By many people, still considered the greatest uh, bantamweight of all time. Deserves it. If TJ wins, he's the greatest bantamweight 100%. 100%. Uh, you can make the case that he's the greatest now. He's beat some crazy-ass names there. Uh, he sure thinks that he is the best of all time. Uh, the killer short. Anyway, 
Cejudo. But yeah. Johnson. It's a shame. Did you see it Cejudo's way? I did. Yeah. I thought Cejudo just edged it out. I just thought, a little bit. Yeah, the takedown it was the close. last round. Yeah. It was close. Uh, but for that reason, I also want to see a rematch. Because like you said, it, it was close. It's, it's a close fight, man. And it was a DJ great fight just deserves well. it. It was a good fight. And it's nice because happy I think... Happy for Cejudo. That, I'm very happy for Henry Cejudo. Yes. Uh, I also think that this, in a way, despite everything, if DJ can come back and beat Henry Cejudo... Oh, could do wonders for him because I think now you've got a rival a genuine despite everything Joseph Benavides was a rival but he beat Joseph twice and the second time really convincingly split the first time yeah but the second time very convincingly get Ian McCall out of retirement trilogy fight no don't get Ian McCall out of retirement so yeah I think it would be a good yeah please don't yeah I think it would be a a good a good thing for him if he managed to come back and get the win they go uh, 2-1 and makes sense yeah, for him to fight again. I'd like to say a trilogy, uh, the trilogy fight as well, the uh, McCall versus Johnson trilogy fight. <laughs> Plus, let's let's be real. Like, who you could like? There, there's Sergio Pettis is there. Well, Sergio Pettis versus just yeah, Formega has been announced for two two nine. Okay, so beautiful. So there you go. Fight. Fuck it. Who, who else is the other like contender? You're gonna give uh, Benavidez Benavidez a, a loss exactly after a loss against Sergio Pettis. Like Sergio Pettis is the next guy, or was despite the fact that he's got a fight booked now. So you might as well just rebook that fight. Yeah. UFC don't fuck us over. Do that trilogy on New York. And it York. was a good fight. Co-main. It was a good fight. Oh, not fight. co-main. Yeah. Because you've got Diaz and Poirier. There's no way that's not co-main. Even if there's another title fight on there. If yeah. There's, if there's two title fights. It should be a title know. fight, but fuck it. I'd yeah. much rather watch. But anyway, it was a good fight as well. So you can't even make the argument that it's not an exciting fight. Just make that fight again, man. But yeah, that's all I have to say on it. Main event, though. I've said it would happen. TJ, the yeah. Dillashaw, Dillashaw defeated Cody Garbrandt yeah. come a little bit earlier than I expected fourth round I predicted yeah but it was a beautiful first round it knockout was. by TJ uh, I could see the knockout I thought it'd, it would be a decision I thought Cody would come out a little bit uh, more tentative I said it is so difficult because Cody tries to play that game that that he tries to play the same game that Connor does where he tries to say just out of range but you're not not that he's not good at it he is very good at it but it's so difficult to uh, to do it against someone like TJ, who when he catches you, he's actually got genuine killer power everywhere in his hands or in his hands and in his feet. He's, he can knock you out with either. Killer sure with the knee. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, not much else to say. TJ just doing what he did. We both picked him to win, and I thought you picked Garbrandt third round no, no, knockout. No. I'm pretty sure I picked TJ. Pretty sure you said Garbrandt third round. No, 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 no. Pretty sure you said that. I will look back at it tonight and make sure that I didn't because I can't imagine I would have. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, so I'm going TJ fourth. I may have done. I may have done last minute. I, I may have done last minute to. to I, just I might be wrong. Change it up. I oh, may I'm have changed it up. Sure. I could have done. Uh, I think I picked last time. I definitely picked Garbrandt to win the yeah. first fight. I can't remember if I picked him. I felt like I picked TJ. Doesn't matter. Uh, TJ gets the win. I'm so glad that Cody's out of the title picture now. Super convincing. Yeah, he is for a little while. You can't make that third fight. Get it. Uh, tough to see where he goes from here uh, I think his future probably lies away from 135 as well though if I'm being honest 45 probably I think he struggles to make that weight I think could you it... imagine that Cody versus um... oh yeah, then you might get McGregor going back down Cody versus McGregor after that ultimate fight I don't think do something yeah, do something I don't... yeah I'll do something what? I don't think yeah, that's a fight that I want to see uh, it'd be an exciting fight because they're both stand up guys but yeah you'll never see it 
but yeah, you wouldn't. It's just uh, one of them fantasies. But I, I, oh, I do yeah. think I do think he'd probably go up to one forty-five because I think he's had to use the towel in his last two way in attempts. So it's Ortega, I think, Frankie. I think yeah. Uh, Morciano. Frankie's a decent shot. I think Frankie is is a decent shot because they're sort of like similarly sized. Uh, Ortega's a little bit big for him. That's the only concern I say uh, that I think his his future lies elsewhere. Holloway. He's like five eight, so he's right for. Well, that I think Holloway rate. goes up. Holloway has to go. Yeah. How, how tall is Holloway's? Like six foot. Something. Nah, he's five, five eight. Five, five eight. Nine, Holloway's yeah. not five eight. He's tall. I don't know. Holloway can't be because I think not like six TJ Dillashaw's and uh, not TJ. Co- I think Cody's like five eight. Max Holloway can't be. He's got to be at least five ten, minimum five ten. I'm saying there's no way he can be under five ten. You just Google it real quick. Uh, height five eleven. Oh. Yeah, so almost six foot. Nah, I said, not six foot. Not six foot. I said there's no way he's not. Yeah, but I bet I bet you he slouches a little bit, so he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's do you what I'm saying. You. All these fighters always slouch a little bit, or they bend their arms a little bit, so that reach doesn't look as bad as it looks. But uh, yeah, uh, I think his future probably lies elsewhere. TJ's on the other hand, I think lies exactly where he's at. Uh, I'd like to see him defend the title once, and then if he wants to fight DJ, if DJ reclaims that belt, fight DJ. Or Cejudo at 155. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. At 155? Uh, so who don't jump up? Fuck, man. I keep saying 155. So who don't jump up? Two, two foot four, fucking. <laughs> uh, not even just, two, that'd be three weight yeah. classes. Well, his wrestling, you know, might be the only only challenge to Habib, innit? <laughs> Olympic gold, re- gold medal, yep. gold medalist, yeah. We forget that. I can't believe we were so down on him. We forget Olympic gold medalist. I think it's just because he lost that fight convincingly. He's innit? very much improved in his style. 100%. Very well. much improved. Uh, but like I said, I'd like to see that rematch and uh, whatever they do next. 135 is an exciting division at the moment, man. Yeah, 100%. Uh, moving on then to the other card that happened literally last night. Um, no real massive, well, hey, what went on there on the Contender Series? Um, we did get Devon Smith, Kennedy, Nizawuk. I'm not even going to pronounce that. You pronounce that. I can't. Devontae Smith, Kennedy, Nezhkuku. That guy. See, I said Devontae. So Devontae Smith. Devontae. It's definitely Devontae. Nizavekuru and Bobby Moffett all got contracts. Um, so we saw Alex Gil- Gilpin defeat J.R. Kugrin by Das Choke and he didn't get the contract. Bobby Moffett and Moffett ended up getting the... Das as well? Yeah, getting the Das and getting the contract. Two Das's In the second round as well, both yeah. under two minutes. Uh, Kennedy, that guy, defeated Dennis Bryant by TKO head kick round one. We saw Devontae Smith defeat Joseph Lowry by KO in round one as well. And then the man of the moment, Greg Hardy, yeah. got his second first round knockout on the Contender Series. 17 seconds in, gets the win. They spoke to him afterwards and he said, I wouldn't mind fighting on some of them looking for a fight fights. You know, just going around, just fighting each little regional scene. Fair enough. And he probably could do that. He's doing it the right way, slowly building himself up. I think he's uh, 3-0 as an amateur, three first-round KOs, and now what, 2-0 as a professional? Yep. Two first-round KOs as well. Uh, so yeah, the man's doing it early. He's got that power. I just think that when you come up against someone like DC... But he never will. He never will. But my point is there will be another DC eventually. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there'll be another guy that's got he wasn't that sort just of... Arrested for domestic abuse. He was arrested for possession of cocaine as well. Yeah, but fuck it, innit? Let, let the man party. Who cares about <laughs> the cocaine? Do you know what I'm saying? Let 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 these guys party. I don't care about that cocaine stuff. I do care about that domestic abuse stuff, uh, that domestic violence stuff, because that's a despicable act. Uh, 
the cocaine is not a good thing. You shouldn't be doing cocaine, but it's not as bad in my opinion. Oh no, it's not. But yeah, it's still worth. It's still illegal. So you should be doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just don't think I don't see the hype behind. I see the hype. I don't see the appeal to having purchased Greg Hardy from the UFC's aspect. I don't think he's ever going to be a big draw. I think it's just one of them things that they've got. Cool. Yeah, it's a name enough. from somewhere else. Somewhat, yeah, somewhat. Still, fair enough. Good I think on he's him a draw on the, the I think he's a draw on these cards, and I think if they do more online stuff, he's probably a draw on online stuff. But I'm telling you, right, there's no way I would ever pay to watch. He'd be a draw for a regional fight. scene. Yeah, for like yeah, say an LFA brawl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, loads of like that, then yeah. If they did something like that, then fair yeah. play to him though for winning the fights. Yeah, uh, yeah, but does it then for the cards from this week? Go ahead and talk about the news heading into this one. Not much has gone on. We had a few fight announcements that were made. Um, so if we just think about some of the fights that got made, uh, Jimmy Manawa is now going to be main event in against Glover Teixeira. Thoughts on yeah. that fight? Uh, it's just a fight. I think Jimmy probably gets it. Uh, I think Jimmy knocks him out. Yeah, same. Uh, I think Glover's kind of passed it. Maybe not kind of passed it. I think Glover's passed it. Uh, I think Jimmy needs to get a win, needs to get back into the win column. Oh, the PFL was on. What, this weekend? I did not watch the PFL this weekend. PFL 5. Um, Nathan Schultz beat Jason Hyde. Vinny Magalhaes won in the first round again. Will Brooks won by decision. Maxim Grishin beat Rakim Cleveland by second round submission. Rashid Magomedov won by decision. Chris Wade won in round one. And Tiago Tavares won as well by split. So that happened on Fair PFL. Enough. Uh, in terms of news... Uh... I forgot about... Yeah, fight announcements. I can't remember many fight announcements. I'm sure there's been a bunch, and I know that we've talked about a bunch. It's just I've said. So on yeah, Jimmy Manawa. Yeah, uh, like I said, I think Jimmy probably gets that one done. Uh, you can't remember any it. fight announcements. Hmm. Dustin Poirier versus Nate Diaz is officially yes, been announced I for UFC about 230. Yeah, and then Tyron what? Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley. Uh, Darren Till. Darren Till. That's a, um, an official Valentina fight now. versus Nico Montagna as well. An official Valentina fight. Valentina was looking good at that press she conference. Has been. She as has much been as this looking. sounds real creepy but yeah she was looking nice uh <laughs> um cannot was... wait for that fight though i think valentina is an absolute killer we saw anthony smith versus yes. volkan ozdemir be announced as well yes very fun fight very fun fight and i like it for anthony smith it puts him right up there if he beats volkan that's the number three ranked so yeah you're you're in there for for title contention maybe him versus john jones at msg nah no because MSGs are uh, this card. Oh, it is, isn't MSG. it? It is after. So just fights John Jones yeah, and then fights Volkan. Fuck it, why not? Just gets knocked uh, out by Jones and just crumbles into the ring. Here's the thing: I think the man's down to fight like every other weekend. He just seems like he's down to fight at the like moment. Like that Chris Lieben two week notice fight. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to see anything quite as crazy as that. But uh, yeah, and then uh, we can speak about that press conference before we get into the main, main, main. Uh, I liked the Darren Till Tyron Woodley interactions. I did. Uh, I thought Justin Gaethje was pushy. Very was a little close. bit pushy though. I thought I liked Gaethje and Vic. Gaethje I, was just like, yeah, I've made more money than you in my last fight than you did in your whole ever fight. Yeah, and he's like, I get that. Stop slurring your words. I'm not oh. slurring my words, bitch. I'll fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's like, like, no, you are. <laughs> it, it was alright. I thought Gaethje, from Gaethje's aspect, it was a little bit forced. I think he's forcing it a little bit. Uh, I think the man realizes that he's at a kind of crossroads. You he lose this the next win. fight, then it's. Norton 3 Norton 3 some of your air goes away like you still get made fights his contract be up four fight deal it could be that? it could be and then you don't make as much money because the UFC don't want to pay you as much because they say that you're 0-3 
you can't justify it. They probably think keep he him might on. Beat Vic. They probably. I keep don't him know. On. I think that he might do. I think Vic is a decent competitor at the lower ranked guys. But when he fought Benil Dariush, mm. he got dominated. Yeah, uh, but it'll be interesting. To see. I'm sure that uh, that Benil Dariush fight is a couple of years ago now. At this point, isn't it? Two 199. years. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. So yeah, about yeah. two years. Yeah, fourth of June, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, so yeah. So. Uh, I think he's definitely improved since then. It'd be a tough to argue that he hasn't, because let's be real, if you haven't improved in two years, then what are you doing? You're not training, clearly. It's a tough fight. We'll talk about it more when it gets yeah. to it. Um, we'll see about it. Well, I mean, it, I think we'll talk about it later in yeah. the podcast. Um, but yeah, I thought Valentina was looking... It's a good look on her, whatever Fair she enough. was wearing. She's, Fair enough. Yeah. She had a pocket knife on her, though. What the fuck? I'm sure she did. She just seems like a bit of a freak, if I'm being <laughs> just honest. Just walking around with well, a knife. I, the I, security I, just like, go on, go in. Go in with the knife. Yeah, could you imagine? And Dana's <laughs> just doing the thing. He's like, knife there, please. Uh, but yeah, I didn't enjoy this press conference as much as the other one, despite everything. It's because there was no, like, whoa. Yeah. Had Darren Tilbin, like, don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Starting I do like that Woodley. fight I cannot wait for that fight I think Woodley uh, is not great when it comes to trash talking if I'm I being think honest. Till beats Woodley uh, I have not made my mind up yet I have not made my mind but up yet but I'm just yet. saying that as a Till fan fair enough I have not made my mind up yet I, I've said before that I'm done doubting Till uh, I just wish that if they put him up against someone like Colby I'd have a definitive answer because if he'd done well against someone like Colby or Usman then I could say that 100% it'll beat he beat Wonder Boy though. He did beat Wonder Boy. Woodley to his limit. He has done, but Woodley, Woodley's got that sh- that outstanding wrestling in his back pocket, and I just don't think we've seen one uh, Till come up against a wrestler as good as Woodley yet. Which I don't think is an out there statement to make. I think that's a fairly, fairly decent statement to make, a fairly okay-ish statement to make. And so it'd be interesting to me. I cannot wait for that fight though. It's gonna be an interesting one, and that undercard as well. Yes, it's looking banging. Um, yeah, but big announcement. Nick uh, Nate Diaz versus Dustin yes. Poirier got announced for that MSG um, card wow Dustin Poirier is taking fights left right and centre man he is he is so active in the span of six months or t- or within a year he would have fought Anthony Pettis um, Justin Gaethje Eddie Alvarez twice Eddie Alvarez well not twice but Eddie Alvarez yeah twice what in a year was it not in a year no what was it was it just outside of a year? It may I don't have been. Know. It may have been. Anyway, Eddie I thought Alvarez it was like summer last year that it happened. And Nate Diaz. Yeah. Talk about killers. He is getting it. He is getting that work in. Uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. That is the reason. It's money in it. I bet you his contract isn't outstanding. Uh, it's probably a lot better now. I'm sure that he's managed to re- renegotiate with the UFC or something at, at some point. Nate Diaz gets pay per view points on this. Uh, maybe because I reckon he would have negotiated something like that I would hope so because he's a bit of a draw uh, I think Diaz no matter what probably gets paid a cool million or two just yeah. to show up basically uh, despite everything I no UFC always do 500k he'll get paid 500k plus 500k if he wins no no what I'm saying is that I think that the man's got like a, a straight up million to show oh just like straight up here's one million just to show and then your win bonus is whatever because cause sometimes like I know that I think well, Cobb I hope it's not 100% no I think that uh, Cobb Swanson he gets paid like I think 70 and 40 70 to show 40 to win or something like that so some some fighters get more money just to show than they do to win which I would prefer because you never know and it? it's kind of like doubting yourself a little bit but there we go still Conor Habib 
That's the Has main officially news. been announced? It is. It's been officially announced. Uh, exciting. It's about time. A lot of people were picking about picking it to... Or it was rumoured very heavily uh, for a long, long time. And... A lot of people thought it was going to be at the press conference. Yeah. I wish it was. Could you imagine? Just fucking bum rushing the stage, both men. I think... I, I still thought that it could have been. I thought Connor probably turns up late or something like that. And he had been in America recently. What are you doing, Sean for? But yeah, it would have been interesting to watch. Uh, number one bullshit. Not number one bullshit. Number one good shit. No, that's a that makes no sense. Uh, this is number one. Send me location. <laughs> Send me location. But it is about time. It's nice to get Connor back in there. It's nice to get Habib defend his title. Uh, I think no matter what happens in this fight, I reckon it breaks the pay-per-view barrier. Oh, I think it probably does close to about 2 mil. I think it does close to 2 mil. I think it does close to 2 mil. I think not only does it break the pay-per-view barrier, I think it answers, or it answers a lot of the questions that we have. It answers a lot of the, is Connor good enough to actually hang with someone like Habib? Even some guys at work like were saying to me, oh yeah, that Connor guy's yeah. fighting. Oh no, they said the Irish guy's fighting yeah. again. I went, what? Because I was talking like, about somebody else and they were like yeah the Irish guy's fine I was like what no like, yeah that Connor guy oh McGregor he's, he's, yeah 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 no Conor matter McGregor. what he's like, still a draw oh, he's still a he's still a translated so, fighter like, even guys at work who don't even know anything about MMA like never watched it yeah. like, they were still talking to me like oh yeah that guy's fighting I'm like yeah he is he is, he is. Uh, but I think no matter what like and I said I like, yeah, answers... Khabib's gonna destroy him they're like what <laughs> I think it answers questions I think it does I think uh, a couple of questions were asked of Khabib stand up I think if he beats someone like Connor and doesn't get dropped or, or knocked out or something like that then uh, he answers he those questions no no he, he, he doesn't but the, the issue is that Connor can like we've seen like Connor doesn't need very long to drop you basically is what is what I'm trying to say we've seen in the he rocked fight. you yeah, exactly. your brains yeah. and then what you're going to do your uh, game he loads you in as well he loads he you in and it'll be interesting to watch uh, I think it helps Division get back into some sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for stability stability I made a prediction though in the podcast coming up in two weeks. Yes. That they will find out in two weeks what I actually think is going to yes. happen. So stay tuned for that one. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting if that pans out. It. I think he does at this point. I think that. I mean, he more than likely does. More than likely. I think, I think this is what will happen. In his last two fights, I think he's made weight fairly easier. It's just the problem with Khabib is he was so injury prone for yeah. the last couple of years. And then think, the last, I'd say the last two years, he's consistently been fighting again. I think Connor, Connor said that in, uh, I can't remember which interview. I think it was after he won the second belt. They asked him if he was going to fight Khabib because obviously Khabib had fought that night. And he said, uh, for me to sign, I need to make sure that you're there. Yeah. I think he's shown that. I think Khabib's finally shown that now. He's not pulled out of his last three fights if you be honest despite the fact Tony that there was the Tony it was Tony out, yeah. that pulled out Habib was there uh, he was ready for that Edson fight he was ready for that uh, Michael Johnson Michael Johnson fight obviously there was issues with that Tony fight before that or after that sorry uh, blood in lungs I prefer Teromasu in lungs uh, I just cannot wait for the fight I just cannot wait it's going to be a bi and not just because of that in particular fight but you know that it's kind of card so it's going to be a big card I Can't hope wait. that the UFC put a lot of their young lions there. Yeah. So I hope we see Sean O'Malley on the card as well. Um, the rumored main event for two, uh, co-main event, sorry, for two two nine is Derek say, Lewis. Versus how on earth are they going to put anything? Derek above? Lewis versus Alexander Volkov <laughs> well, is about. Well, they do do it by weight, as Dana likes to say lots of times. So <laughs> technically, that fight should be number one. But uh, 
it'd take a brave man not to you know what's gonna happen Derek Lewis is gonna be like where Ronda Rousey found her yeah and then Conor McGregor's like Derek Lewis (laughs) you fucking piece of shit (laughs) it's too much man but yeah it's an exciting fight and uh cannot wait yeah but yeah rumour co-main event of Derek Lewis versus Alexander Volkov um thoughts on that fight I really like that that's Uh, the one I've been calling for as well It's it's a decent fight it's a helps sort of decide in terms of like a contender at heavyweight so it's good for that aspect we've also uh, seen Curtis Blades very respectfully call out Stipe Miocic we have done which I like he's calling him out for that 25th anniversary card which I don't imagine they would get on because no. the main event is Frankie Edgar versus Korean Zombie so I think Stipe I still wants that I think Stipe still wants that uh, rematch I don't think he gets it at this point I think the UFC's moved past it unfortunately and we spoke before about I, I I think these long-standing champions deserve rematches. You probably won't get it. Uh, I'm the heavyweight champ. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame that, that you won't get it, but uh, it's just, it's all shaping up, man. We've got a nice nice little thing. I remember last year we have we a were, whole nice season of we MMA. Uh, last year we were like really all leading up to that Christmas point twenty the middle of twenty seventeen coming what up. What was last year's December card? Home Cyborg. Was it Home Cyborg in December? I'm pretty sure it was. Dang. Pretty sure it was. I just remember that, that first half of that year, first half of last year, was kind of weak Dead. in terms of MMA. Now look at this second yeah, half. Yeah, second half and leading into the first half of next year, probably. Well, talking about MMA though thing. in general, yeah, there's Bellator welterweight tournament matchups yes. have officially been announced. Uh-huh. Yes. So the first one, we have got Michael Venom Page versus Paul yeah. Daly, which is official. Uh, and obviously we knew Andre Koreshkov versus Douglas yep. Lima so them two winners will face each other so we potentially could get MVP versus Lima or we could see the Daily Lima rematch we could see Koreshkov versus MVP Koreshkov versus Daily. Um, then you've also got Ed Roof yeah. he's going to be taking on Neiman Gracie which I think is a very interesting matchup and Rory McDonald will be taking on John Fitch for the welterweight championship so yes. John Fitch getting that welterweight title shot uh, yeah it is a it is a good, good little tournament. I do think that John Fitch is a tough, tough fight for Rory. I think Rory still probably gets it done. Uh, but I am liking the tournament. Who was the... Uh... Lorenz Larkin versus Amosov is the alternate. Yes, I was going to, just about to ask. I couldn't remember who the alternate is. Uh, I think Lorenz Larkin could have snuck into that that tournament. He got knocked out by Daly. Yeah. But I think getting knocked out by Daly is one of those things. Like, Daly's got that in him. Do you know what I'm saying? He's First round power. Yeah. Fair enough. And Fair if you look enough. at the other guys, Rory's beat him. He has done. John Fitch has probably beat him somewhere. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. He beat him in Bellator. It was his debut, wasn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. No, no, it was, wasn't it? 199. It was John Fitch's debut in Bellator. Because remember, yeah. he was talking into the camera. Yeah, this yeah. is how you get millions of viewers. Yeah. Um, Douglas Lima's beat him. Well, no, no, no. He didn't beat yeah, Lorenz Lar- Larkin. wasn't talking to the camera. No, Daly was. That's what I said. Everyone's beat Daly at this point. Oh, so fair to enough. Get yeah, yeah, by him, him is, is not bit... great. Yeah, fair enough. Uh... Ed Roof though could be a Bellator champion in his eighth pro fight. Yeah, because he will be facing the winner of well him or Neil possibly Gracie. could be facing. Yeah, which could be mad because Ed Roof got that big strong wrestling background. Yeah, it could be a poor sign for Rory if Rory beats the two wrestlers and then goes into the third fight with an out and out striker. He might be like where his last two fights were with wrestlers. He might be like, shit. And then MVP yeah. or someone comes in, boom. 
Yeah, I think that it is difficult to finish Rory, though. I think he's just one of these toughest guys, and I think when he comes up against tell someone Carlos down, Condit that. Yes, do tell ta- Carlos Condit it's that. Six years ago. Uh, exactly. Now. It was seven years ago. And I think Rory's a better fighter than he was then. I think Rory's a tougher fighter than he was then. I think a lot of his nose issues have gone now from that second... Uh, Robbie. Robbie fight. Thank you. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe I forgot the name of that fight. My uh, oh. Yo, what? Oh, okay. no, no, no. There we go. Uh, so, yeah. Kind of looking forward to, to this entire tournament, man. And we, we've seen it with Bellator's heavyweight tournament. It is exciting and it is good. So, yeah. That Moscow card is shaping up very well for the UFC. Yes. Uh, we just had a confirmed... Uh, is it Albert Machikov? The oh. Khabib's mate? Islam. Islam Makachev. Yeah, Makachev. Something like Makachev. that. He's going to be fighting Desmond Green. Yes. Very interesting bout in the lightweight division. Spoke about that a little bit earlier. Uh, it is an interesting bout. Uh, that Islam guy is uh, is a guy that... That camp, that whole sort of DC camp, I forgot what... AKA. Forgot what the gym was called. Uh... <laughs> Are very big on him at the moment so yeah it'll be interesting to see what he can do i can't think of too much else news no neither can i i know that uh yeah that's it i genuinely can't not too much has happened darren till that. spark controversy saying he doesn't give a fuck about his seventh month yes girlfriend. but people have taken that video out of context what he said is he said i'm um, before that context was taken he said i'm going to be a lot more selfish this camp yeah. Last time I didn't make weight because I was too focused on other things like looking after my pregnant girlfriend and going mm. to the hospital with her. Whereas this time I'm going to be more selfish, so I don't give a fuck about this. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. He is not wrong from that aspect because it is right. You need to make that yeah. weight. You need to make that championship weight. Because if you don't, you don't get that title from. It's <laughs> as simple as that. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Travis the UFC. Fulton, that. I'm sure the UFC have put in place certain uh, incentives. Maybe not incentives. Mark Van Page comes in at a free agency. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure they've put in... Has he? Yeah. Dang. That's a shame. Uh, nah, keep him in Bellator for a bit. Fair. Well, he's not young. He's what? Almost 30, 30? Yeah, but Bellator have got a nice weight division. Fair enough. They do, to be fair. Uh, but anyway... Uh, That's when they got a tournament going on. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm sure that the UFC have got certain things in place, like... He probably loses more than half his paycheck if he misses weight or something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, That's what he did like... against... I think he lost 35% of his paycheck against Wood, uh, Thompson and yeah. lost the fight of the night bonus. Yeah. And do you know what? Something that I want to touch on upon is something about Tyron Woodley that I found out. Um, that I, well, I found out slash remembered. Um, so remember when he fought Kelvin Gastelum? Mm. Gastelum went like 1-8. Mm. Well, they took, his, they took 50% of Gastelum's wage and his fight of the night bonus check. Yeah. You know what Woodley did? Woodley gave it back to him. Yeah. Woodley, Woodley such a nice he guy. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a, a, an absolute troll. I just think people take Woodley out of context because he's a little bit... He's come off he a little bit... boring fights. Yeah, he's come off a little bit arrogant recently uh, because he's he's begun to call himself the greatest weight of all time. Which Why is not? tough when GSP yeah. is still a person that exists. Uh but why not do it? Why it not do it? Do you know what I'm saying? Why not do spark. it? It does create a controversy. It does create a spark. And you have beaten some really f- amazing fighters and you have looked really, really good. You beat Rory, uh, Rob, uh, Robbie Lawler when he was an absolute tear. Not just beat him, knocked him out. In the first round. In the first round. When no one gave you a chance. Yeah. Beat Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. Um, beat Wonderboy. Yeah. Beat Damian Twice, Meyer. despite everything. Beat him. Well, beat him Well, once. once and then won no contest. But, you know. Draw. I f- uh, yeah draw sorry I felt like he won that first fight as well if I'm being honest I think he won both fights I think he he, he didn't he drop uh, Wonderboy 
but in both fights. Yeah, fifth um, round he yeah. dropped him. Yeah. So uh, in the second, it's tough. It is tough, but looking forward to. Uh, it's gonna be a fun fight. Looking forward way. to all I, of it. Till Woodley, it's gonna be such a fun fight. Both men have went in there and said, "Look, I see no, no like I, you're not scared. I'm not scared. We're both Let's in there it, to go yeah? and do it. Let's go and swing." And Woodley's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go in there. I want to swing with you. I want to create a fun fight for the fans." And as much as you disagree, like Woodley yeah. is a smart fighter, I think Woodley would want to do that. I think both I think guys are really smart fighters. Him a that's little my bit. issue. I think I it think... annoys him a little bit that the fans aren't on his side. So but I think he's going to go in there and want to put a great performance here's on. Here's my thing. I think both guys are really, really clever. And I think that as a fighter, you shouldn't care. Oh, You shouldn't have to care in a title fight about putting on a fight. Go on, have you just remembered something? Perry Cowboy. Yes. And although that was already announced. But it was official on the yeah. press conference and all that. And uh, yeah, Mike Perry and Darren Till reportedly sparred together. Yes, apparently they did spar together, apparently. And Till dropped him a few times. Very strong rumours though, is what I heard. And and I say I heard that, I read it somewhere. On like a tiny little little article from some random MMA news website. So I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, it'd be interesting to see though, you know both guys don't like each other. I just think it's a bit, I don't think it's a great idea. Darren Till thought from that they were going to go to a spa and not, not spa. Not spa. But there we go. Which I find is class. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, but no, yeah, it does it for the news for it's this week. About, yeah. Can't think of anything else to think of. No. Um, well, wait, tournament announcements. Yeah, got all that down. Yeah. Cool. So that does it then for the news. Going to crack into this week's flashback card. We went ahead and watched a piece of MMA history. We watched Elite XC Heat um, live on, well, I say live, on Fight Pass. Um, it's a little bit annoying this one I thought yeah uh, literally no introductions to the events nothing, nothing. it was just literally fight fight straight fight, in there, fight straight in there yeah, yeah. Uh, there was kind of lulls because they'd go on on like uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, commercial break so sometimes there was just like a little bit of a lull for 10 seconds or something like that and then jump back into everything uh, what when Frank Shamrock's talking to yeah. someone he goes yeah you take this one but yeah. uh, I didn't like the commentary team all that much either didn't like it it wasn't the worst commentary team in the world it's just uh I was happy we got Frank and Mauro, but the other bloke I was like, Who are you? Yeah. Uh Frank and Mauro are a decent combination. But anyway, uh the card itself, not the best card of all time. Uh did have some names on it though. Yeah. Uh we'll talk about the first fight though. Yeah. Uh we have Benji Radak taking on Murillo Ninja Hua. Um some of that I took away from Benji Radak's uh style. Did you get that? His style of fighting? Face smashing foo style. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I do not think that you're a great fighter just because you have face smashing foo. That makes me seem as if you're not very clever and that you just... Your technique is basically just to punch them as hard as you can in the face. Which works. Not judging this fight. Which works. But, you know, there is better techniques out there. But, yeah. So, round one starts and I wrote, cool, we got Frank on commentary and then all of a sudden Mauro popped about and I was like, yeah, yeah Mauro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting Mauro, but there you go. Uh, and I put, whoa, these boys are swinging early. Radak seems to have hurt him with an uppercut, uh, and they're just both absolutely swinging. Radak is throwing some wild uppercuts and hooks. They both get a double knockdown. Uh, Hua lands on top after turning him round. Radak gets to his feet now, and we're in the clinch. Radak went for a lazy guillotine, but let go straight away. Ninja Hua then seems to somehow be back in the fight. Radak then is on top on the ground and just leaves his foot there for Hua, but Hua can't pull off of the leg lock. And then I just realised there wasn't a timer. Yeah. And then we got 50 seconds left and Hua ends the round on top. 
I gave out a 10-9 Radak. He looked like he knocked Hua down like three yeah. or four times and was just wild with his strikes on the feet. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 10-9. Is it Radak? It is Radak. Benji Radak, yeah. It is Radak. I spelled it like four different ways. I put Radak, Ruddock, and... Ruddock. Ruddock. I genuinely put Ruddock and then Ruddock once as well. R-A-D-A-C-C-H. I put R... R-A-D-A-C-H. Yes. I put an R-U-D-D-O-C-H once as well. I don't know why. Roduk. Don't know why. Uh, I think it just auto-corrected it because I must have wrote something about like the footballer Niels Razor Ruddock or something once and then I tried to correct it afterwards or some shit. Anyway, uh, I gave it 10-9 Ruddock as well. Similar sort of reasons. He dropped him. Uh, seemed to drop him a couple of times and uh, yeah, just looked a little bit a little bit crazy. Round two. Hua lands a nice couple of knees to the body early in the round. We get a what a right hand by Hua, uh, by Radak and shit. Hua didn't even go down. Uh, Hua is certainly pushing the action in this pace. Landed a lot of one strikes and then out. We get a nice counter by Radak to be away from the takedown. Then we get a huge left hand that knocks down Hua. And then two massive right hands that knocks Murillo Hua clean out. As Benji Radak gets the win by KO in round 2, 2.31. Yeah, it was a nice little, uh, nice little knockout. Uh, not too much to say. Uh, Hua just never seemed like he was quite... I mean, there was a little bit point in this time where I think he was getting off uh, off a bunch of like leg kicks and stuff like that, and he looked decent. But other than that, he just didn't look like he was in it. If I'm being honest, so yeah. Um, this fight was literally all action. Um, everything seemed yeah. to happen in this fight. Hua is an idiot, though. I wrote. <laughs> he went for a flying knee, put his hands down, and then just let himself get knocked out. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like uh, face smashing food works. It looks like it does, as much as I hate the fucking name. I've only got one guess the record for today. It's Go Benji on. Radax, just because I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, what is Benji Radax's record? Current or at the time? Finished now. So. Cool. Uh, current or finished or whatever, retired, it is 17 and 8. He was 21-7 with one no contest. He actually fought Sean Shirk in the early UFCs. Fair enough. Uh, next fight of the evening we had... I feel like I did better than I normally do. Yeah, I was day. very proud of that one. <laughs> the next fight was a women's featherweight bout. We had Gina Carano taking on Kelly Kobold. We get Gina Carano on the we first do. time. Yes, uh, which is kind of surprising. Although I suppose she never fought UFC. We watched a bunch of UFC fights. Uh, so yeah, Gina Carano, the true pioneer of women's MMA, I suppose. Her and Cyborg. Her and Cyborg. Um, yeah, round one starts. Carano lands a big overhand right as the first punch. Um, Carano with some good takedown defence early Kobold tried to land some strikes but Carano is landing the more precise strikes Kobold looks mega tired already and we get some good takedown defence again by Carano to close out the round and then a little exchange we have a 10-9 to Carano good defence from the takedowns and landed some decent strikes I agree 10-9 Carano I think that Kobold uh, just sort of like wasted the round away just constantly trying to go for takedowns and like you said she looked tired I think it was just constantly attempting takedowns and not actually getting any of them. Uh, they wear you out. And uh, yeah. So round two starts. Yeah. And Mauro makes a point. He says. The first round may have seemed short. Because women's fights are only yeah. three minute rounds. I was like. Oh yeah. I noticed that as well. I it was, was like, quite this short. This is kind of stupid as hell. Why are they three minutes? I didn't realise it was three minutes. I was like. Well this fight. I must yeah, be enjoying it. It's, it. Very, it's gone very through. And then I looked and I was like. Oh it's it's three minutes. You are literally. Ba- like the three minute decision. Is literally based on nothing but sexism. Like, how, why can't they go and the extra two minutes? Like, 
Yeah. In what universe can't they go the extra two minutes? Anyway, it's silliness. Thank goodness it's no longer like that now. Yeah, no, could you imagine yeah. three minute round? You know Rose would never have beat Joanna. Yeah. Joanna Joanna's would have a much higher pace if, if she didn't have to go those extra two minutes. Uh plus it's nice to to watch someone like Cyborg just fuck someone up for five minutes. <laughs> Basically. But yeah. Round two starts, we get a nice right hand by Karano again. Karano with some nice hooks and jabs, and Colbold is literally just running at her and landing nothing. Get a nice straight right by Gina, and then Colbold finally gets the takedown and lands some decent ground and power to end up the round. This fight was basically just Kelly Colbold just going for takedowns yeah. and not getting them. Um, I gave it a 10-9 to Karano again. She landed strikes from range and constantly was doing it. Fair enough. Really? Uh, I agree, 10-9 Karano, similar sort of thing. Uh, got off better strikes. Uh, Kelly Cobble, just like I said, you called her who were an idiot in the last fight. I think she's an idiot here, just constantly trying to go for takedowns, basically. Round three starts, and Kelly Cobble goes for the takedown again. Carano defends. She's still defending the takedown, and then the ref finally separates them. You get a nice knee to the body from Carano after some of the worst windmilling mm. I've ever seen in my life by Kelly Cobble. A knee to the head then by Carano, and then one more to the body. Uh, it looks like Gina Carano gets a rear naked choke in, but Colbold gets out and gets to her feet. A beautiful front kick to the face by Carano, and then a lovely head kick rocks Colbold at the end of the round. And I gave another 10-9 to Gina Carano. Yeah, uh, I thought Gina Carano ended that round amazingly, if I'm being yeah. honest. I thought, thought that uh, maybe another 30 seconds she could have gone for that finish. So yeah, 10-9 Carano. Do you want to guess... Kelly Colbold's record. Are you searching it up real quick? Yeah. Let me look away. Uh, Kelly Colbold did not look great. Uh, she looked like she was a wrestler, so I'm sure she's got a couple of wins. Let's go five. Uh, no, let's go seven and three. Seven and five. Not even close. How far off? Three losses. Yes. 19 wins. Dang! She did not look that good. She never beat anyone good, though. I can imagine, but still. They're all like round one wins as well. Wow. She lost to Tara De La Rosa, uh, Julie Kedzi, and Gina Carano. So three well-known yeah. pioneers. The second the... she comes up against anyone yeah. with any sort of... Pioneers as yeah. well. Dang. That's... That lady's got a decent record. Yeah. She got a record though. that most people would be jealous of. Yeah, yeah. she's like Chiang Zhang or whatever yeah. his name was, where he had like... Oh yeah, I've got twenty four first round UFC. knockouts, yeah, and yeah. then just look comes to the WEC. Looked very good in the first, first round. round, and then trash afterwards. Uh, but no, yeah, that does it then for that fight. Next fight of the evening was about which probably could pass for a UFC fight today. I was surprised that Andre Olovsky fought an uh, elite XC. If I'm being honest, we have Rory Nelson, Rory, Rory. Roy Nelson taking on Andre Arlovsky. I wrote it really is not a good look for Roy Nelson. What, the shaved head? Shaved head and shaved beard. Yeah. Oh, good. Didn't look good. Fair enough. And Tito Ortiz is here. I wrote, yes. what? Elite XC want to sign him yes. and have him fight Frank Shamrock? What? One of the silliest bits of news I'd heard. What? And I thought it was, because he got interviewed, I thought it was a very understated interview from Tito Ortiz. I thought it was kind of... Uh, Just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. He's going to be signed next week. Yeah, no, I think I see these bigger guys coming over here now. That wasn't a very good accent or a very good Tito impression. But there we go. It's best I've got, guys. Um, round one starts and Arlovsky gets two leg kicks, but Nelson goes for a takedown. Arlovsky counters with a trip, but Nelson ends up reversing it and lands on top and in side control. Uh, Arlovsky gets him off, 
but Roy has stacked the guard and then into half guard. The ref stands them up after a little bit of a delay. Uh, Roy is pushing forward and gets into the clinch. Wait, these guys had one week to prepare for this fight. Yeah, I heard about that. I could not believe that. I I'm suppose glad you don't have to XE cut. closed 16 yeah, days I suppose you later. don't have to cut much weight. Or any weight, I suppose. But also... Roy probably has to cut something. But also one week to prepare for Andre fucking Arlovsky. Yeah. Or Roy Nelson. Yeah. Jeez. Um, lovely knee by Arlovsky. Looks to have rocked Nelson. Uh, Arlovsky lands some nice strikes to Roy. And that's the end of the round. I gave it one as a 10-9 to Roy. Um, despite him not doing too much work, I thought he controlled most of the pace and the action for the round. Um, when they started round two, though... They were talking about how it was a clear dominant yeah, round for Yeah, I saw that as well. I gave it 10-9 Roy. I was like, and what thought, is Frank Shamrock talking about? Yeah, I thought... Uh, I just I just didn't get it. I they thought said that he was clear dominant did, boxing I think skills. neither guy did too much in that first round. But I think Roy controlled it, like you said, a little bit better than Olofsky did. But they said so clear dominant boxing skills. They yeah. barely stood and struck. Yeah. They were grappling most of the time. Maybe Frank just doesn't like... Uh, uh, like yeah in between the rounds we get an interview with Tito Ortiz and he's like yeah I'm one week away from signing cool let's go Frank Shamrock yeah I'll fight you again I've yeah. got a lot of experience yeah and I was yeah. like yeah no. yeah I didn't care for that it would have been an alright fight like but it would have been it would have been a fight that I wouldn't have cared about but still we I would have cared about, let's be real I would have cared about it back then Tito yeah. is back in the UFC like a week after this yes uh, round two Roy rocks him with a left hook uh, and nice knee again from Arlovsky uh, after Nelson shot in. Arlovsky's going to work on a tired Roy Nelson at this point. Arlovsky then rocks Nelson with an uppercut, then lands a huge right cross and finishes the fight. So, yeah, Arlovsky, the only man to knock out Roy Nelson at this point and would be the only one until Mark Hunt did it. Um, yeah. I did really like this knockout, though. It was a nice little combo. Face plant. Yeah. And then Roy's getting all upset, being like, oh. Should have kept it on longer. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's because he he got dropped and it was quite clear that his brain shut off. But when he rolled over, he was ready to like defend himself. Yeah. So I don't think he was properly knocked he out. He rolled. Yeah. I don't think he was properly knocked out. Uh, that Hunt one, though, but, was properly knocked yeah, out. Yeah, oh, 100%. But I do think it was the right decision. I think that two more punches and you would have been knocked out 100% for sure. So and it's better the, to not take that damage. Exactly. It's better not to take that damage. So yeah. Uh, de decent knockout. Not much else to say. Yeah. Andre Arlovsky gets the win by KO. Round 2, 3 minutes 14. The next fight of the evening was a welterweight championship bout. The Elite XC yes. welterweight title. We had the last ever championship fight in Elite XC, may I add. We had Jake Shields taking on Paul Daly. Where are we? we got the frog. Paul Daly. Froggy Daly is back once again. Always seem to get that in whenever he fights. Fair enough. This is the third time on the podcast with Paul Daly as well. One cage range yeah. strike force this yeah um, the England flag was the wrong way round when they were on the cage why did I not catch that it was the wrong way round and why then the one of that? the security guards was turned past the wrong yeah. way round and they but, go what and then they look and they're like oh shit so they turn it round assholes uh, also first time seeing Jake, Jake Shields, Shields on the podcast and by the wrong way round the England yeah. flag I mean like England was spelled yeah. D-L- no, D N A L backwards. I know what you mean. So they put it facing themselves instead of don't don't try and spell stuff backwards. I did it right. I did. Fair yeah, enough. I did. Um, but yeah, no. Round one starts and we get a nice head kick to start by Jake Shields. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then whoa, 
daily defends a takedown with a nice sprawl. I've wrote, are we looking at a reverse here? <laughs> um, but no, we get a nice uppercut by Daly, and then Jake Shield gets the takedown. He's in mount, he's still in mount, he's still in mount. Shields is still on top. Of so course. easily in mount as well. I felt like when he was in mount, he was just like. Smooth to get into mount so easily. Uh, to get into mount, it was so easy for him. And also, he just sort of like basically walked up <laughs> daily however he wanted. He like didn't even attempt to or didn't even try all that hard, basically. So, yeah. Uh, Shields goes for an armbar, but he just stops halfway through mm. and just stays on top. So then he goes for another armbar, but just fails and rolls on the floor, and daily gets on top. Thought Daly lands some nice elbows as well, but Shields ends up blocking most of them. That's the end of the round. Give a 10-9 to Shields. Takedown, stay on top. Yeah. Dominant round. Uh, I agree, 10-9 Shields. Like you said, dominant. Uh, even even tried to go for a submission, even somewhat tried to go for a submission, so I gave a 10-9 Shields as well. Uh, round two starts... Oh, no, sorry. Then we get an interview with Kimbo Slice yes. with Karen Bryant. One of the worst interviews i've ever seen so it's kimbo are you looking forward to your fight with set petrozelli yeah how difficult is it that you have to change from ken shamrock a little bit different can you tell us any game plan nah <laughs> cheers kimbo cheers it was so so no no he, he i think he ended in in uh that's what's up she was like, thank you, thank you very much for the interview. Oh, no, at one point he did up. go, it is what it is. He did, he did use the it. So it weren't Max that started it. It weren't Connor that started it. It was Kimbo, Kimbo. Slice. But yeah, I just loved how he ended the, the interview with when she goes, thanks Kimbo, thanks for your time. And he's like, there's what's up. And just left it. So round two starts and Daly looks to rush him and Shields goes for the takedown, but another nice sprawl. And again, nice takedown defense by Daly. Get a nice hook by Daly. And we get another poor attempt at a takedown by Jake Shields. Um, can't get it again. And then finally gets the takedown from the clinch this time and falls straight into mount. Shields is landing tiny little elbows and Daly's telling him yes while smiling and laughing. Um, an armbar attempt by Shields and he gets the tap. Uh, gets a nice armbar this time. Yeah. So it didn't work in the first round, but yeah, this time it was real good. Uh, Jake Shields worked really well for that armbar and it was a beautiful transition to get into mount and get the tap. So Jake Shields wins by submission in round two, three minutes 37, to defend the Elite XC Welterweight Championship. Decent win from him, uh, decent little sub, and deserved, man. There's not really much else that you can say. He quite clearly knew what he was doing, isn't it? Uh, looked good. Real good. Real good. Uh, the next fight of the evening then was our main event. We had a heavyweight contest between Kimbo Slice and Seth Petrozelli. Originally supposed to be... Um, Kimbo, Kimbo Ken. versus Ken, but Ken Shamrock got a cut. Yes, two hours before the fight, something weird like that. And so they were like, "No, you ain't fighting." So Seth like, was on like the undercard or some shit, and they moved them up. Yep, was originally set to fight in a middleweight bout or a light heavyweight bout or something like that. Um, but still, I put, "Oh no, this is the fight that literally killed the Elite XC." Yeah, we also got the big man Hulk Hogan. He's in the crowd. He is. I think that was his daughter as well with it, Brooke. I don't know. I don't know anything about Hulk Hogan, fella. Brooke Hogan, I think, was in the crowd with him. But still, big man Hulk was there. I've not even ever watched Hulk. I don't watch wrestling, but I've never even watched Hulk wrestle once. I've only ever never watched... Never seen that Hulk rock Only match. ever watched the Andre the Giant Slam. Never watched it. that Hulk rock, uh, rock. No? Wow, that is legendary. Fair enough. Um, still, round one starts, and wow, that's it. It is all <laughs> over. <laughs> 
14 seconds in, Seth Prettendelli knocks so, out. It was so bad. Kibble came out rushing. Seth literally like did the karate kid. Yeah. Sort of like put his knee up to try and defend himself like a little... Lands a right cross. Yeah. Kimbo falls. Kimbo gets back up. Kimbo falls. And yeah, that's it. Kimbo starts to try and wrestle the ref. Yes. And 14 seconds into the fight, Seth Prettendelli gets the win. Wow. Uh, I, don't, I just don't know what to say, man. It was proof that Kimbo weren't as good as people thought he was. Street oh, fighting uh, is not the same as Shamrock, fighting. Uh, Frank Shamrock afterwards going, oh yeah, looks like you're in the wrong sport. Should have gone to wrestling. Wow. Because like, it was like, yeah, Hulk Hogan there. I was like, no, you can't say that based on wow. one film. You got beat before. Yeah. Yeah, like Kimbo was 4-0 or 3-0 going three into and this. 3-0, yeah. Yeah, sharp. Like, it's disrespectful. It is disrespectful, isn't it? It is disrespectful. Because, do you know what I think it is? I think the, because these guys do it, they feel disrespected. But also at the same time, like, it takes balls to, to step into that cage that's why i hate when they complain how many about people have stepped yeah do you know what i'm saying it does people like neither of us have done it or, or probably would never do it a lot of people i know would never do it would not even consider it uh and to not only do it but to do it against professional fighters isn't it against yeah these are guys, guys that like, have records yeah. like you see you see these celebrities now too many of them are are fighting other celebrities are doing these like uh or fighting negative record fighters yeah, that look like, like they don't even belong in a cage exactly and uh Bellator I'm looking at you Kimbo just said fuck that I just want to fight he went on the ultimate fighter oh, fucking Tank Abbott yeah James Thompson yeah some of these guys like that actually have fought proper guys yeah Ken Shamrock granted it was a 51 year old yeah. Ken Shamrock but he but still, still fought Ken still Shamrock Dada 5000 the legend he was 2-0 and oh. the legend <laughs> he was undefeated Dada. fucking Dada 5 he fought Matt Mitrio for crying out Houston Alexander yeah. Houston Alexander who knocked out Keith Jardine but that Houston Alexander fight was... but it was still a Houston Alexander it who was. knocked out Keith Jardine it was uh, so yeah so it's it's tough to disrespect Kimbo as much as people disrespect him uh, he was never facts. the greatest fighter of all time but he was never supposed to be the it greatest fighter of all he time he was supposed to be what he was supposed to be and he was a draw he was a fun fighter you knew what you were getting with Kimbo you knew it was a stand-up machine uh, so fuck it just take it for what it is so I've got some facts here about yep. the Elite XE so in the first half a, uh, sorry in the first half of a year that they were open they lost 24.4 million what the fuck that was their parent company that lost that still show XE or something like that um, they talked about Frank Shamrock replacing Ken as the replacement instead of Seth Petrozelli. So the commentator was set to step in. And they wanted to keep him on commentary and then have him come out later to fight. Fucking hell. This fight in itself drew 4.5 million viewers on its own. The Kimbo. Damn, so they tuned in for 14 seconds. Yeah. Seth Petrozelli has said that promoters paid him a little bit extra to stay yes, on the feet I've heard and that. not go to the ground with Kimbo and the company would end up closing 16 days later after losing their TV deal and being investigated by the New York Commission sorry not the New York the California yes uh, not great little facts there uh, it's about you hear you watch this card and you hear Lee X he closed down and you're like Bleh. it was all riding on Kimbo basically basically that was their if their you look thing. at their events yeah. as well it was always Kimbo main event yeah that was their their man Bo Cantrell James Thompson Tank Abbott and this fight yeah my Kimbo uh, knowledge is strong it's difficult it is it's difficult to make a case for a guy being the guy when he gets knocked out in 14 seconds against the guy that was on the undercard yeah so yeah that's it for Elite XE oh I hate how they went Rocky story Rocky yeah. Rocky is here Rocky I don't think it was here. quite Rocky story uh, I think that Kimbo was never the best fighter in the world, so how can you say like Rocky story when someone beats him? The the whole Rocky story is like an underdog coming up against someone that's 
considered great. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but was never great. Never great. Uh, but no, that does it then for Elite XE. Elite Heat. XE. Heat. Um, we announced the event on a podcast coming up in two weeks. We might as well do it now. Yeah. Um, so we'll be going ahead and watching UFC 116 in two uh, in three weeks' time after our um, two week things going to be happening. So what's going to happen uh, for the next two weeks? One of us is away. Uh, so what we've done is we've recorded two weeks in advance in lists. So we've got um, just for example, one favorite nicknames, walkout songs, events, knockouts. Favourite fighters of all time, favourite fighters based on achievements and... Champions. Champions, yeah. Bang. Remembered it just like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, um, so them yeah. in two lists, or in two little weeks. Parts. So, so yeah. yeah, we've got three lists and then a top ten, and then uh, three lists and a top ten for both weeks. Yeah. Just to make sure there's some contact out for you guys, so you don't miss out on our beautiful voices, and they are beautiful. Yeah, come on, man. They You've got to love especially when I do that Darren Till impression. They are beautiful. <laughs> it is a good impression. It is a good impression. It's a much better Scouse accent than I can do. Mine always just comes off very sweary. If I'm being honest, I don't fucking care. Santiago. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's it for the next two weeks. And uh, yeah, so yeah, after that, we'll tell you what we're going to watch then. So tune in in two weeks' time yeah. and you'll see. Um, but no, yeah, does it for the podcast then this yeah. week? Um, if we just have to make a Gaethje Vic prediction, just guess oh, it. Oh, real now. quick. Uh, Justin Gaethje. Uh, if, this is if we're not back before then. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go Gaethje second round. Ga- or no, first round. Fuck it. Leg kick. He yeah. wins by leg kicks. He, he is good with them leg kicks. Uh, let's go... Do you know what? Vic, third round. And then Johnson, t- Feely? Uh, Johnson. Yeah, I'll go Johnson. Johnson, second round KO. Decision. Decision, fair enough. Cool. That does it then for this week of the MMA flashback. Sorry, it's a little bit of a short one. We've just been recording for about five hours now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, it does it for Blame the, the card. Of... The card was like an hour yeah. long. So, yeah blame that and we didn't realize the prelims were on fight pass um but yeah it does it for this episode of the mmo flashback thank you very much for watching i've been james and i've been livio and we'll see you guys for the next one coming up next week as we review some of our favorite fighters thanks for watching we'll see you next time